Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. Alright, welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop, episode 207. We've had three weeks off, Matt, so um, we should be, we've probably got batteries fully charged, right? We're probably on a uh, 100% peakness, right? I am absolutely exhausted, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the same. If we hadn't have missed the last couple of weeks, it would have been really tempting just to say, should we just miss a week? Graham, to be fair, fair, Graham, um, you're the one for the first two of those weeks, and I was one last week. Um, We missed two two weeks. We didn't miss three weeks. I was responsible the first one. You just said three. My math is not... We've established over the last two... It was three weeks since our last episode, so that means we missed two weeks. That's how tired I am. That's how tired I am. Um, Last week, as you know, I was... I was the thirty uh, five year I was doing the gaming thing. Saturday I was getting drunk at a wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, free prosecco um, for for the uh, drinks between after the ceremony. Two and a half bottles later. Thank you very much. Matt was Matt was dancing around the, the dance floor. Uh, it was not a pretty sight. <laughs> it was not a pretty sight. But a lot of compliments. That's good. I was um, going to jump in and interrupt you. Said that your fingers must be absolutely exhausted from playing video games, but I know that that's not. I know that it's not just playing video games. It's, it's walking around and it's talking to people, networking probably, trying to set I, up some interviews probably. Or something. I knowing did, you, I never did, miss an opportunity. I did some interviewing while I was there, Graham. In fact, this coming out on Sunday as usual, of course. So yesterday. Um, there was actually a Game Junkies came out, which um, has the interviews which I record at EGX. Uh-huh. So if you are interested in gaming, we have a crossover of people who do, um, then check that out after this, if you haven't already. Perfect. What about you, Graham? How has your last two weeks been? Because uh, obviously uh, it's been a bit hectic for you as well, sir. Um, school is... <laughs> finally starting to get a little bit more normalized and we took uh we just finished our sixth week so it took a little while um i can actually move around my classroom now i don't have so many students in so that's helpful uh mason's almost finished golf season um he just qual- his team qualified for the next round which wasn't unexpected in itself they were 99 percent certain to move on to the next round and and they did they qualified by about 30 shots so it was pretty easy uh, he took he took 21 shots off his personal round from when he started playing two months ago. So it, obviously we knew that first round wasn't too good, but hey, it just shows you that steep learning curve. Um, he's doing good. After this next one, he won't qualify for the next one. The next one is he's got to qualify for states. And he's some way off on that. And he, he knows that. Uh, but he'll go for the experience. He'll get to practice again and play with other golfers and have a day off school, <laughs> which I'm sure he won't mind. Um, so yeah, busy with different things like that, and something that um, I want to talk about when we get to our segment. So I'm, I'm going to stay a little. I'm going to stay a little quiet. That's so. fair. Um, regarding the, the, the boring sport that Mason's now taken up, my my opinion on the game aside, um, it does it does appear that no matter what the, um, whether Boy Wonder decides to start playing, he seems to uh, almost be a natural at um he, he's yeah when they asked him like um do you think he could make double par and i was like i 
I haven't really seen him swing a club, but I was like, yeah, he, he can definitely do that. Like he's played enough sports. Like over his time, he's played soccer, basketball, baseball, lacrosse, disc golf. Like he he picks things up. He he learns from his mistakes. He's competitive. Uh, he wants to get better. And um, yeah, I think he actually likes the change in speed because most of the things he does is explosive, like wrestling, lacrosse, like that's very fast paced, um, constantly on the go, short bursts. This is very different. Yeah. It, I thought lacrosse was walking around. Oh, uh, you need to watch the games a little bit more. We don't, we don't get lacrosse here. They're constantly chasing after people. You've got to, you've got to have, he plays midfield. So you've got to be played up front and then you've got to get kind of back as well. So we don't get it here, Graham. So I've never seen lacrosse. Well, how do you know then? How do you know it's slow paced if you've never seen I it? I assumed it was. Oh, uh, okay. I, I don't know what you're basing it on, but no, no, it's, it's, it's brilliant. There, there are sports that are faster, but it's definitely not one. But when you play that on the size of field that they play on as well, there, there's a lot of running involved. So but yeah, yeah, he's enjoying the change. Um, That's fair. Um, talking about, you actually mentioned golf, Graham. It's actually going to come up later on, actually, Graham, slightly oh. in one of my moments. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, well, that sounds like a good a segue as we've ever done. So I would suggest we hit those good cop moments. Good. Bad. The fact that we can barely get ourselves on the same schedule means there's no chance we're going guests, <laughs> probably for the foreseeable future. So, Matt, I'll, as a gentleman, I'll always I'll let you go first. Um, I don't think I'm going to tread on your toes anyway, so but I'll let you go first. What you got? Well, man, I'm a gentleman, but we'll we'll, we'll gloss over that part of things. Um, Self promote. There's there's so much good stuff being happening at the moment, but the thing I want to focus on at the moment is the bloodline are not advertised at all for extreme rules. Now, normally not you a say fighting champion as usual. Mm-hmm. A, this, oh, sorry. This is a good cop moment. I apologize. I apologize. No, the reason, no, the thing is, your point is a lot of people are saying like, there's no Roman Reigns, no Usos, nothing. There none are advertised currently for Extreme Rules. How can it be a good cop moment? The card that's there, besides that, is amazingly stacked. I mean, at time of recording, Graham, there's only six matches announced. Uh-huh. But as opposed to last year, when there was one. Extreme Rules match at Extreme Rules, which is a which is a, a travesty of justice. Let's face it. Um, there's so many amazing matches on this card. I mean, one that stands out to me, Graham, it'd probably be the main event, um, is the uh, match between uh, uh, Liv Morgan. It probably would be Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey. It probably the main event with Extreme Rules match because mm-hmm. it's the trademark match of, of the night. Um, you've obviously got the fight pit match between Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins, which I mean, you like you watched um, the Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle uh, fight pit match with uh, Timothy Thatcher in NXT, Graham. I remember you saying that at the time. Probably. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah, angle you're ref, right. Angle mm-hmm. referee, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was incredibly good. I look forward to see what they're going to do here. Uh, Drew McIntyre with a carrying cross and a strap match. Uh, every match has got a stipulation. This is what it should be at Extreme Rules. Of course. Yanka Belair and Bailey in a ladder match. Yes, please. Again. Uh, Finn Balor versus Edge in an I Quit match, and the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium in a six-man tag team, good old-fashioned Donnybrook match, um, which is basically a a no holds barred six-man tag, um, which works for me. Uh, bear in mind, that's just that six matches. All of them are going to be hard hitting. All of them are going to be entertaining, and the pack. Off to the White Rabbit, Graham. Apparently, going to happen on this night as well. The White Rabbit, which 
I think everyone is pretty much assuming it's going to be the return of Bray Wyatt, mm-hmm. which would be huge. A lot of people have been eagerly anticipating him. Whether or not he, it is, I guess we'll have to wait and find out. But apparently that's when all these little QR codes are fetching up. Could people say, oh, it's Edge coming back. It's, it's Edge coming back. Edge is back. And you think it's still going on. So it's not Edge. So that's good. Or it'd be so funny if it was Vince. <laughs> that would be that would that would be terrible. <laughs> that would be absolutely terrible. But it's, I'm I'm ex- I'm excited about what Extreme Rules could mean. There's so much there, even without the main champion Roman Reigns being there or the tag team champions. I feel the first time that none of the Bloodline have been on, as it were, have been on a pay per view. Probably since, well, 2012, maybe? So it was only 10 years since none of them were on a pay-per-view. At least the Usos have been on a pay-per-view at some point. This is big. This is a big thing. And not having to rely on Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar to sell a pay-per-view. Because Triple H is in charge now. Things are better. The SmackDown viewership is going up continuously week on week. Raw figures are picking up. NXT... Now they've got rid of the 2.0. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And they put Shawn Michaels in charge of that now. And mm-hmm. that's... The X don't run the show. Whoever thought that would be a day. Um, wrestling is... And because of that, AEW is trying to... Is raising... They're trying to fight back by their game. With that amazing tournament they had for the uh, championship. Is there anything wrong with wrestling at the moment? The wrestling in the ring for all companies is great. Extreme Rules, I'm particularly looking forward to. It is still possible I might be at Extreme Rules as well. It is Philadelphia. I was it checking Wells prices Fargo, on yes. StubHub. I was looking on StubHub. Uh, right now, upper deck, um, level with the ramp, which is where I like to be, actually, uh, because those seats are good value. Uh, 55 plus tax. It was about, oh, ship it. Oh, whatever that, that garbage. Be- it was like about $70. Now, that Matt, this is... This is a good cop moment for you. The pound is so bad right now that you don't even have to do any math because normally you have to try and convert and make a total hash of it. Uh, it's about a dollar three cents right now. So you can pretty much say it's about seventy one dollars. It's about seventy one pounds. It's basically the same number, which is not good for when you want to travel to Florida next. But for making your math skills, it's pretty good. So I'm, I'm looking. I'm not prepared to commit to that price right now. But if there are some bargains, um, if I'm not doing anything, it's possible I could. Uh, I could be there for sure. So we will have to see. You're right. The, the pound's not in the best position it is right now for one reason or another, but it has rebounded back to where it was last week now. So it's about it's by dollar about, eight. Got, compared to the dollar three, I'll take it. I'll take it at the moment. <sighs> but I mean, why do I have the trading in rocks and pebbles anyway in the old days, man? But another, but so what's your good cup moment of the week? Well, my good cut moment of the week, um, I've had written for three weeks and I was uh, I was like, it's that time of year again. I'll do it. And then I was like, I- I'll save it. Um, I know most people probably um, haven't, wouldn't have talked about it initially anyway, because I get the uh, digital version, whereas most people wait for the magazine version of it. So PWI top 500 time again. So always great to look through. Um, links perfectly. You just talked about Roman Reigns. Obviously, Roman Reigns was number one. I'm kind of focused more on some of the lower down names. People who I've witnessed and they're on their way up. And um, this year, more than ever before, it was uh, names where it's like, wow. Like, I recognized far more people who I saw on the indies appear in that group 
Um, and it was beautiful to see. So it's probably going to be pretty boring <laughs> in terms of a segment, but just the list. I wanted to go through some of the names on here. Go on. Uh, AC Mack uh, was 25. So the first independent wrestler. So if you don't if you don't watch any of the big TV shows, AC Mack is the first independent wrestler on that list at 25, which is phenomenal. Uh, Wheeler Yuta is up to 43 right now. Um, Trisha Dora is top 50. Uh, Ninja Mac has broken into the top 100 as well. Like, there's a lot of names on here. When I think back to some of the names I've talked about on MGB before, or I've raved about on Good Cop, Bad Cop, those names are getting recognition, and, and it's awesome yeah. to see. Uh, Effie, 95. Jordan Grace, 97. Uh, Ali Catch, 111. Lovely. Masha Slamovich is 110. Masha! Um, <laughs> Erica Lee, uh, 186. Jordan Blade, 192. Uh, a couple of Richmond wrestlers there. Awesome to see. Uh, Willow, 208. And uh, Willow made a performance on AEW Dynamite this week when he called out the wrestlers. And I was like, oh, Willow's there. I was like, this is awesome. I love it. Uh, Warhorse was 269. Um, Warhorse... Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. I agree. This is a bad cop moment, but I've got to. Re- I, this is the only one where I took the quote for it from. Uh, he wanted to be 69, so please read this as two times 69. Uh, had a great European run where he ruled ass in England, split schools in Ireland, smash faces in Denmark, uh, one vacant British heavyweight title at Liverpool's Paramount Pro Wrestling. So it was kind of a jokey rating a little bit. Um, but yeah, he hasn't been as prominent, to be fair, in the last year. I haven't seen him as much. Uh, Elo O'Neill, 341. Uh, another local wrestler, Chris Andino, 347. Uh, Marshall Mathers, uh, sorry, Marcus Mathers made the list for the first time in the top 500. Darius Lockhart, who I love as well, yes. uh, made the list. Victor Benjamin returned to the list. And as we're heading towards the end now, uh, 496 Miles Millennium, who I've seen many times in this area in a few different states. And the last one uh, on the list, 497 Somebody who we talked about a lot on MGB to begin with was somebody who made a real big difference at Nova Pro, who we made a physical connection with. When you can make a connection with a wrestler, it's so important. His first time on the list, Josh Fuller. Absolutely awesome. I I was so happy for Josh. And the one I actually skipped over, um, the highest on the list of a wrestler that Mason's ever met now, I think before it was about 20-something, it was Nick Aldis. It's now number 10. Jonathan Gresham, finally getting the recognition that he deserves. We talked about multiple times how good a technical wrestler he actually is and never seems to get the credit for it. And this year, number 10, definitely got the recognition he deserved. Um, fun list to look through. Obviously, I skipped over some uh, plenty of other names that were really good as well, but I could have read all 500 out and I would have had a big smile on my face. But well, you were editing, Graham. You could, you could read them out, Graham, and insert it later on. Sure it's fine. <laughs> um, can I ask you a question, though? Sure. On that list. Um where where was um um oh god um Ninja Mac? Uh, Ninja Mac was 99, so he's broken the top 100. I think I think that helps that he's now signed with like New Japan. So I think that's I'm sure that does definitely make a big difference. Um that that, that definitely one of the features when they I, I don't know how successful he's been over there right now, but he's definitely appearing on lots of different shows. And yeah. Um, yeah, it was somebody who I was Amazing. excited to see probably just under a year ago, I think it was. Um, mm. But yeah, no, he's an, he's an awesome wrestler. He is phenomenal. Absolutely yeah. phenomenal. And I hope he comes to these shores and I get to see him in some Brit wrist mm-hmm. at some point. 
All right, I'm not saying the phone again. I'm way too lazy. I'm way past that. As long as you don't uh, abuse the privilege too much, we obviously got three weeks worth of potential stuff. So okay. I'll cut you. I cut you a little slack this week. Well, with a lot of stuff I could touch on, I'm not going to touch on everything because a lot of people have done it, and it's all about a date. I'm trying to cut what I can. Um, Candice LeRae back on Raw, out of nowhere, out yeah. of nowhere. It's uh, a complete surprise. No one saw it coming. That's what we want to see. Triple H knows we want that sort of thing. Long may that continue. The Sami Zayn work with Solo Sokoa. Oh, mwah, double shift kiss. This is a, we, we know how good Sami is. And Sami's been needing a push for so long. And he's getting that push alongside Solo. And the work that Sami's doing with Jey Uso right now, the animosity, it's phenomenal. And I can't wait to see the final implosion of the bloodline is going to happen. They're building up, they're building it and building it. It's going to explode. I want to know how it's going to explode, but it's going to explode. I can't wait. Possibly with the addition of um, Joe Fatu coming in, perhaps to need to help the leadership. Who knows? The last thing I want to touch on here, Greg, is something happened this week. Quite a big deal uh, for me. Um, I booked my ticket for CXW's next show. Uh, it is a tag team turmoil tournament. They're crowning their first ever tag team champions. I can't wait. I'm front row. I get a custom-made T-shirt. Um, oh. And I get a meet and greet, Graham, all for £50. Pounds. Can't That's a damn good that. deal. But, I mean, I mean, and I get a meet and greet back, a personal meet and greet with the rest of the backstage. I mean, I'm, I got I missed out on the last one. I'm missing out on this one. I've booked my train ticket. I've booked annual leave. I've told I'm not going to work. No matter what you do, I'm not working that day. So I, that's going to be, a, I'm looking forward to it. Week before Christmas, Graham, as well. I saw. Yeah. Yeah. I saw I saw it appear up on my Facebook feed. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, guessing you, uh, I'm going to guess that you might be wearing a mask a little more frequently 10 days uh, before that event, possibly. I wasn't. I didn't have COVID last time. I was someone at work, and I had to cover them. Oh, it was. That's right. It was somebody else that had COVID. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't me. It was someone else. Misremembered. But I, I may well wear. I may well wear a mask when I'm there because it will be the height of of flu and COVID season. So I may wear one anyway, just for my own benefit. Uh, to be fair, because obviously you want to see a bit of Christmas next week. Obviously, um, I do want to touch on one last thing though, Graham, if I may, because it's um. We like to talk about cameo, and we've ha- we've had the first ever cameo millionaire. Boss Wanker. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Bit yeah. of Tourette's. Bit of Tourette's though. Yes. I did see yeah. the story. Yes, James Buckley, who uh, <laughs> who um, who played Jay Cartwright in the In Between Us. Uh, he's only been on there for six for three months, and he's made a million pounds. I thought he said he would. I, when I read the headline, I thought he said he was one of the early adopters to it, which is why he was early uh, adopters. Yeah, but the last three months they've skyrocketed. Hmm. How much is he charging? Do you know? Did he um, see? Let me. I was just. That's I, fine. I was just curious if he'd actually looked it up. I I will just check because I think that would be something. Okay, people, because apparently they are, and you, you get quite a bit actually for it. Apparently, forty five dollars. Okay, I was say like, everyone's clicking there. Skip thirty seconds right now while you were looking it up. Forty-five dollars, Graham. It was on. The, it was on the first search of Google. It's all good. That's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. 
Do the math with do the math for me that for me there, math teacher. Forty-five dollars. How many videos is that? Uh it's at least twenty. It's a bit more than twenty thousand. If it was fifty dollars, well, actually it's if it was fifty pounds, forty if it was fifty pounds, it'd be twenty thousand videos. But I think that's right. That would be really embarrassing if that was wrong. I, I'm yeah, that's good. So it's a little bit with it being a little less than fifty pounds, it's got to be a little bit more than twenty thousand videos. That's still not bad. No, it's yeah, he's uh yeah. well done. He's he's in money, well done to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to build on one thing that you mentioned uh, with on. Sami Zayn that I particularly liked. I didn't have it specifically in my notes, but I, I meant to actually. Um, was the segment with Roman last week? Um, like it looked like he was going to finish, and they were like, "Take the shirt off!" and they're screaming at him and like, "Uh oh, Sami's in big trouble!" And then they present him with his honorary Oofs T-shirt, and everything was suddenly all good again, except Jimmy or Jay, whichever one it is, was really Jay. pissed. <laughs> Jay, thank you, because uh, he thought that they were finally going to turn on him because they hate him. But what a great segment! Um, but yeah, I actually somebody actually tagged me in something last week saying, "Who is your favorite wrestler currently on?" and then they get listed the organizations. And I put Sammy for, for right now, the last few weeks, just phenomenal work. Um, excellent. He's really, somebody I'm looking forward to seeing, seeing how it work, develops. And um, yeah, great little storyline they've got with, like, you wouldn't associate that with the Roman storyline at all. No, but it's, it's working no. so, it's working so good. Uh, Sammy Zayn, definitely good comp moment. Yeah. The weird thing about Sammy Zayn is that I've seen some people in YouTube comments say what they're pushing Sammy for, he can't wrestle. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, do you, have you never heard of El Generico? <laughs> For one thing. Also, take yourself to NXT archives and watch Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura. One of the greatest matches in NXT history. Idiots. Absolute idiots. Um, <sighs> anyway, Greg. My, my top thing... thing- my top thing echoed what you said as well. The return of Candice LeRae. Like, um, in one of our only episodes where we reviewed an event, Candice LeRae was part of that event. Um, and obviously, I'm a big Johnny Gargano fan as well. So the fact that the pair of them are back on wrestling is it, 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 where it should be. I, I'm really happy um, uh, that that's actually happening. Um, Eddie Kingston talking to AEW fans about mental health issues. Um, it was on. It was partly on Elevation, but it was also featured on the Dynamite segment. Again, they, they repeated that. Uh, he was talking very frankly. He was very candid. He talked about some of his own demons and how he thought about taking his own life. Uh, but just the the fact that AEW gave time to send such a positive message out there that there's there's help for you. It will get better. And the fact that it coming from a wrestler, I think, who's experienced that type of thing, I think it was far more powerful. And just the honesty of wrestlers to do that is obviously something that's really awesome. Um, MJF and uh, Wheeler Utah. Uh, next week, I believe, in DC. Um, yes, I do please. not have I, I do not have tickets for it. I did look. Um still thinking about that kind of thing. It'll be well. sold out, Graham, surely by now. No, no, no. That was ticket. I actually saw some floor seats uh for what? about under 50 on the side where the camera was as well. Now, my concept now and the first question would be why the hell didn't you buy them? Um, right now, the problem is like with Jackson with his broken leg, like he can walk, but he's limited in how far he can walk. Now, mm. he didn't get to go to the last one. So I really want him to be able to go to this one if we can go. Um, I can only find two seats. I couldn't find three seats. So I'm going to guess if I ask Mason, hey, do you want to go? He's going to say yes. So I'm still on the lookout, but I, I, we have been to all the previous ones. I don't think this one's an essential one. 
And I, I don't want to do anything that's going to be bad for Jackson. So anyway, but yeah, the segment with him going up to the box this week and then dragging MJF out and then security having to separate them. I think one of the se- one of the security people was Joe Keys. It looked he looked really familiar. I think it's a MCW. He's wrestled at VCW and a few organizations. Um, loving to see that rivalry, but want to see them in the ring. Um, two top 50 wrestlers who both appeared at Nova Pro and I, I, I'm loving it. I'm loving the fact that we got to see them when we did. And this, I mentioned before we are taking on air, I was like, I'm going to put this in the good cop section, but it could easily be a bad cop section as well. Um, Alley Catch is on Impact. I totally missed that. I, I've kind of dropped off watching Impact, unfortunately. And boy, did I pick a bad time to do that. I had no idea. I don't know how long Alley Catch has been on Impact. Uh, but I saw a couple of clips as I was leaving school today, and I think she got some sort of like baking tray or something, like she was hitting somebody over the head with it. Um, somebody who is very deserving of, and I think we've talked multiple times, Matt, about people who've made that next step and like who is the next person. Uh, and we mentioned that Ali Catch should be one of those people. Uh, great wrestler, has a great character as well. Um, so, yeah, great to see that. I will definitely need to dip back into Impact a little bit to find out, see a little bit more. Yeah. Um, talk about impact, Greg. Actually, leads in quite nicely. Actually, something I forgot to mention. Um, it's, I'm putting it in good cop because um, there is five people, uh, four people, so coming up with contracts ending at the next TNA, sorry, impact uh, pay per view. Um, and they're gonna have to have the option of going where they like. Uh-huh. Mia Yim, uh, uh, Taven, and um, uh, Mike and Maria Canellis. And their contracts are all up. Um, at least I think about contracts with Impact, they can go what they like. And now Vince ain't in charge anymore. Maybe Mia Yim will want to go back to WWE. Maybe, maybe she want to go and work with AEW because the key's over there. Um, they're going to have options. They could say of impact. The, the fact is that they're going to have more options than they thought they were going to have when they signed with impact originally. Um, I'm excited. It's the time where there isn't only one option anymore. And I think that makes it very interesting, particularly seeing as no one seems to be announcing publicly when they're signing people now, which is great. Which is great. I can't wait to see. Although, it was announced that Tyler Breeze had re-signed WWE this week. So, ah, okay. Um, nice. I know. I, like I know. After the the women's tournament, that there was a big push for Triple H to sign Mia Yim, and obviously he did. So, I that would not be a big surprise. And she didn't really get um, the best opportunities when she was there the first time. So I definitely would well. like to see her return and. Um, mm. Kind of like the other people, like people have come back and it's second time around, it's working much better. Obviously, and that's mainly because of Hunter, but uh, yeah, I would like to see Mia Yim get a second chance as well, for sure. That, that certainly yeah. helps, for sure. Well, this next segment could be kind of interesting because you said everything in the world of wrestling early is like all good right now. So uh, we might just be having half a show going forward for the next few weeks, but let's see what we manage to find. All right, let's see what those slim pickings are then. Matt, what you got? What's your main bad cop moment for us? First of all, I promise it will cycle back down to wrestling. Okay. <laughs> okay. I want to talk about Disney World. <laughs> okay. Okay, I want to be wrapping my colours. Obviously, you can see right now, wearing me, wearing me from a duck t-shirt. 
the last 48 hours of that recording, uh, Florida has been battered by Hurricane, then Tropical Storm, then Hurricane Ian again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's now at, currently it's heading towards the Carolinas and it's set to make landfall tomorrow morning. The devastation that has been that has been felt on Florida, something is the worst hurricane that's ever hit Florida. Um, to which, uh, my, and obviously all of our, fo- our thoughts obviously are with everybody who's been affected one way or another by the hurricane, and obviously condolences to everybody who has suffered losses. Uh, uh, be it personal or family members, you know, it's, it's unfortunate. Uh, normally when I see these things on TV, Graham, I see these things and I'm like, that's terrible. Obviously, it's, it is terrible. But I looked, I looked at a video late last night of Disney World. And I'm like, I've been there. <laughs> I know what that looks like normally, to go back to what we were saying before we started doing the, the, the moments. I've walked along the Saratoga Springs golf course. It was submerged. It was terrifying in places. But as bad as it was, and it was, and it been really, really bad. Disney World, for the most part, survived unscathed. Uh, there's a few a color panels missing from a contemporary resort. They lit, a color panel fell off the side of the wall. That's a, a tree got uprooted. You know, it wasn't it wasn't too bad for Disney. They 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 built it for hurricanes. Universal, not so much. They've got um, they've got the Hulk coaster underwater. Um, it's not gone well for Universal at all. It's not going well for Universal at all. Not that I'm laughing as a Disney fan, but ha ha. The reason why we talk about around the wrestling though is that SmackDown's on tonight in the path of um, the hurricane. It is not because it's in Winnipeg, obviously. But most people on the SmackDown roster's home is in Florida. A lot of people are wondering if, if half the SmackDown roster is going to be there tonight. Um, we could end up with a very different show than was planned. According to um, some of the dirt sheets, WWE are seriously concerned about SmackDown going ahead with what they had planned tonight. They may have to do a quick reel on the fly. We've seen this happen before when they had the, the Ash Cloud, obviously, and the problem with Saudi Arabia. And it turned into amazing shows that came out of it, obviously. Yeah. Now, we've seen, like, when the, the, that terrifying snowstorm, um, was it called, was it called Snow, Snowmageddon, I think it was called? Mm-hmm. When, it, when, it, when that hit the night after the Royal Rumble, when Royal got cancelled, so they showed the whole Royal Rumble the next night, um, which wasn't the best idea, but, you know, it happened. Um, so, yeah... Mother Nature in my main bag at my week because it's affecting everything <laughs> at the moment. In fact, we've, we have, we've, I don't know if you can hear the rain outside my window right now, Graham, and the wind is howling. It's literally howling outside. But thanks to Zoom, which we're now on, uh, it, it, it cuts out all the background noise so you can't hear the whistling. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, um, the rain is starting to come through here as well. Um, obviously, the outside of that part. Um, yeah, we've had to. We were supposed to be going to a tailgate party um, literally as soon as we finish recording tonight. Uh, we have our homecoming football game at school. I'm say I'm actually wearing my footballing garbs right now. Are you uh, wearing a, the, dolf, a dolphin shirt? Yeah, that's not a dolphin shirt. That's totally the wrong color. But that's I right. assume you, you made a guess. You shot. You would get made a wrong guess. But hey, you, you, you had one in. Fan. 
He had a one in thirty-two chance of getting it right, so not not bad. Though. You're not a Dolphins bad. fan. I thought you were a Dolphins. I am a Dolphins fan, but the mas- the, my school's mascot is not the Dolphins, so I, that would be inappropriate to wear that. So I'm wearing the same. My the team that I'm wearing is the same nickname as the school that I, I teach at. So or the that's mascot is the same. Fair. That's why I'm wearing it. That's so yeah, we were supposed to go to a tailgate. They were providing food for all the teachers. You could bring the families along, and then we were going to head into the game together. And uh, yeah, they they cancelled that part. We were supposed to have a pep rally outside. Uh, that didn't happen either. It won't mean anything to British audiences, but it will probably mean more to American audiences. And um, they brought the game for an hour as well to try and make sure they get the game in. But yeah, it's it's affecting a few things. Yeah. What about you, Graham? What's your main bad cop moment of the week? My main bad cop moment of the week is EWA Maryland. Now, we went on... Uh, I said I wasn't going to talk about certain things because I wanted to talk about them in the segments. And yeah. I figured you'd probably thought I would talk about this in the good cop section. But hey, here we are. We're in the bad cop section. Um, tickets, $15. That was it. You could get front row seats for $20 if you like. We were second row for $15. We were quite happy to save uh, $5 a ticket. Um, slices of pizza. They had the concessions there. $3. I don't think, you know, our pizza's normally cut into eights. I'm pretty sure yeah. this was cut into six. The pizza slice that Jackson got was absolutely massive. And I'm I was like, it'll you. probably be like Little Caesars, right? They'll bring in the cheapest one they can get. Nope, it was not. It was a, a local company they had, and the pizza was phenomenal. So we're getting good bargains here. We have not been to a wrestling event in several months, mainly because Jackson and I have mainly been watching baseball rather than going to wrestling. And the fact that Mason's got other stuff going on right now. Um, it was at an armory. Um, I posted a few pictures on Facebook. I don't know if you got to I see them. It looks like yeah. a castle. A phenomenal little venue. Looks fantastic as you walk in. Inside, it's been very homely. Everything's really close to where you are. Uh, we got to see the number one contenders, Black Magic. We got some pictures with them. We, I was supposed to get a T-shirt from Mason Walls so long ago. I think it was about, I went back into my emails to check. It was about five, six months ago. And I was like, hey, next time we're there, um, I'll get one. And did it happen? No, it didn't happen. Uh, we were supposed to see them at EWA Maryland in March. And we yeah, we didn't get there. Um, the matches, just a huge variety of different things. We, ha- we had um, the female wrestlers. We had the male wrestlers. We had tag team matches. We had three-way tag team matches. We had ringside interference, which is always fun to see. Uh, you had your heels, you had your faces. Matt, as you're going to these events now, you know the joy of just a live event. Being so close when you can interact with the wrestlers uh, makes all the difference as far as I'm concerned. Matt's holding a sign up saying, this is bad cop. Hey, like you, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there, okay? Not quite there yet. Uh- <laughs> You trying to break my train of thought? Uh, there was interference. There was controversy. Uh, Saul of Spars are one. Uh, Saul's a big. We're a big fan of Saul. Um, the moment where he looked like he was going to get screwed. Uh, the guy had a chair. Was about to hit him over the head with it. Managed to wrestle the chair away. Put it over his neck. Uh, banged it on the floor. Put it over his neck. Dived to the floor. Managed to get the win from it. Absolutely awesome. Uh, Rage in a Cage is the next event that follows from that. People who listen to MGB know we've been there for probably the last three or four, I would guess, something like that, um, in January. So why is this the bad cop moment? It's the bad cop moment because i got to talk about this on Good Cop, Bad Cop. No interest from any of my sons. And hey, do you guys want to review this for MGB? Nope. Jackson, you want to review this for JGB? Nope. Like, hey, that's fine. That's all, that's all good. All good. It's, it's not really a bad cop moment. It's more of a, a, a sad cop moment, to be honest. Mason has been very busy, but he would have had time to record it if he'd have wanted to. 
he didn't want to. I'm like, hey, that's fine. Um, as Jackson, he's like, no, I just want to watch it. I'm like, hey, that's absolutely fine, buddy. I did want to talk about it because I had an absolutely cracking time. I, I loved it. Uh, it's been way too long since I've been there. EWA does a great job going on a show at great value. And the thing that made this um, accessible, this is actually a little further than Baltimore. Um, gas was up to about $5.50 in Virginia at one point. I filled up before we left for Virginia uh, at $3.12. So the gas prices have dropped dramatically uh, in that time. I know they haven't fallen that quick in England because I talked to my mom the other day, uh, but it was something where I could afford to go to um, events again. So yeah, it wasn't a bad cop moment. It was a great cop moment, but it felt kind of weird going there and not providing any review at all. And um, Mason's not interested in wrestling. Jackson's not interested. Anyone wants to do baseball right now or football possibly. So yeah, I, I keep talking about, I'm not sure when the final episode of MGB is. I think it's already been recorded. I don't think we're going back there. Everything moves on, but it was kind of a little, I felt a little bit sad that we weren't going to review. I thought they would just not even take notes and at least talk about what happened because there was a lot of cool things that did happen, but no, they didn't want to do it. So to be clear, Graham, uh-huh. you uh-huh. are saying your backup moment of the last three weeks is my son's. Is your son's pretty much uh-huh. so you are taking advantage of the fact that, that we have a verbal agreement that I can't diss your sons, even the devil's advocates, and you are able to do that. I, I'm able to do that. Um, it just seems Bravo, weird sir. going to a wrestling event and not doing that. Like Jackson stepped in on the last couple that we've been to, mm. and we put one out under the MGB umbrella, and then we put the last one out. We're like, look, it's not Mason. We'll put it under JGB Wrestling. And um, yeah, I guess if I'm going to indie events and we are planning to go to some more in the next month or so, that I might just be talking them on Good Cop, Bad Cop, which it seems a little strange to be doing that. I'm so used to doing it somewhere else. And we didn't even talk about it on the ride home either, to be honest. Normally we kind of talk about, hey, what's your favorite moments? And we'll kind of chat. Jackson fell straight asleep. Mason was listening to music. And um, I guess I was as well at that point. End of an era. They grow up so quickly, Matt. To grow up so quickly, Graham, make me feel old. I'm just, I'm 38. <laughs> it is funny when you, oh, I, I got a bonus, uh, good comment that I should have mentioned. Um, I posted a picture of Mason this week where, alongside Bro Keller when he was a champion at Primetime Pro Wrestling from three years ago. And my gosh, does he look short? <laughs> he was 11 at that time, but yeah, he's not that little kid anymore. He's five foot eight. He's, um, he's what? Growing, up, growing up quickly. Mm-hmm. Five eight. Yeah, he's not. Well, you can tell That's from his voice my that, height. Uh, I, I know it's getting really scary that he's because he was never a, well, like when you get the percentiles, like he was never he was only average height. He was always that. But now he's just growth spurt, growth spurt. Obviously, and his voice has changed a lot as well. Lots changed since the start of MGB. That's for sure. Your genes are kind of come through a bit, bit Graham, including his competitive nature. Don't say uh-huh. you're not competitive, Graham, because you are. Oh, I, I wouldn't deny that for a second. I would never deny that. Nope, I'm very competitive. Yep. Okay. All right, speed check. What you got? Okay, bits and pieces. Um, That's how a speed check works. Yeah, a bit. Yeah, a bit. Yeah. Well, yes. Well, um, thank you to Cafe de Rene um, for this one. This the short that was dropped today. Uh, this one was dropped um, about um, when they had Kurt Angle on. Um, obviously it was a good listen, got great stories. Um, something I missed the last time is that 
Uh, the, uh, they had to about uh, the Iron Match they had back in 03 between uh, Angle and Lesnar. People were saying, could they could they go for an hour? Um, Brock was only his, only his second year in the business. Uh, Angle was only his fourth. What I didn't know was the day before that amazing Iron Man match. I'm sure you must have seen it in passing ground, maybe in like a list video or something like that. Maybe, maybe, you must have seen it at some point. The day before it, Kurt's sister died of a heroin overdose. Ooh. I think I remember him talking about that on the um, the uh, the series the series about um, that's heavy. About, yeah, yeah, that's heavy. And he chose to wrestle the night after it. I don't think I could have done that. Uh, bad cop because that it hit me like a brick, like a track of bricks when I heard that. Ooh, that was heavy. Other little bits and pieces. Um, Tony Khan, obviously, we I've got maybe like. <laughs> this one is, is, is more aimed at his business side of things rather than his personal side of things. Tony okay. Khan, you are one of the richest men in the world. You have two wrestling companies and you haven't figured out yet. Don't correct me, Graham. You know you've got two. You have two wrestling I wasn't companies. arguing with you. I was not arguing with you. If you're counting, I'm like, I've, I've <laughs> not made a mistake here. <laughs> He's got two wrestling companies. But hasn't secured the TV deal for the second one yet. yet. I'm like, but but for yeah. Mary, he's had this company now for ten months. Hey, okay. he had it as soon as he came in on the AEW deal with 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 Cody and everyone. They had the TV deal almost immediately sorted. How is it this fucking difficult to sort it out? Ring of Honor's not as big as AEW. We get a smaller contract. It's not that difficult. Come on. He's Tony. going for it. He's trying. Not hard enough, clearly. Put down the marching powder, Tony, and get a bloody TV deal for Ring of Honor. How long did it take NXT to get a TV deal? Oh, sorry. Never mind. Sorry, that's your company. I forgot. Sorry, my bad. Continue, please. NXT had a TV deal from the moment it launched, Graham. Oh, please. That was the network. That was not a TV. No, deal. no, no. Oh, we're NXT... going to put it on our street. Oh, no, no, no. TV. Graham, NXT launched in 2010, Graham, and it was live on sci fi. Okay, but then it wasn't always on that then. So then they lost no, their it, TV deal, obviously. They, they, chose to, oh. they chose to put it on the network. Yeah, but it, your point stands partially. Yes. I'm going to. Stop talking here because you're clearly wanting to go. So. Uh, no, no, I haven't got No, I thought you were doing no. multiple things. Uh, the one thing I did want to ask you is, though, um, do you actually have anything written down? Because as you were trying to come up with stuff, you had your eyes closed. And I was like, is he just coming up with stuff off the top of his head or does he actually have notes this week? Bit of both. No, I Bit of both. Bit of both. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Do you want me to give you a few bad things that I got? What you got besides my haircut? Well, talking about indie wrestling, I want to continue. Uh, indie wrestling returns to Washington, D.C. when Queen Afropunk uh, Afro Trisha Dora returns to defend the crown jewel against surprise opponent. The new Chocolate City champion director, Andino, defends his title against an old adversary. Uh, Mr. Grimm, Malcolm Moses, and Gia Scott will also be in action. Get your tickets now. They're selling out fast. Uh, this is Fight Club. Uh, this is Poor DC, who I've mentioned multiple times on here. My favorite live match I've ever seen was there. Trisha Dora winning that title. Um, fantastic. 
Um, waiting for Matt again to say, I thought you said this was a bad pop moment. No, um, I, I've learned I've, I've your mouth shut, so... <laughs> um, might not be going. Um, the prices are about 40-something plus dollars for tickets. Uh, it starts at $35, and then when you add in all the additional fees that go with it, it's about $43. Now, having just paid $15 at EW in Maryland, $43 for one ticket, like I added them in ready, like Jackson will go, Mason will go. It was like $135 with taxes. I'm like, that's a lot of money for an indie event. Like, I know that the quality of the wrestlers is much better. we got people there who are in the top 50 on the PWI list. I understand that. I understand DC is a lot more expensive as well to put on a show. I understand all that, but I'm not sure I'm prepared to pay that much. Um, I think the previous shows we went to were less than half of that price. So, unfortunately, it might be one that we don't actually attend. Um, Nick Miller on Wrestling Inc. September 27th. It appears WWE has cancelled its upcoming Sunday Stunner live event in Prescott Valley, Arizona. As of now, there have been no official announcement from the company on the cancellation or what may have prompted it. Uh, live events in Grand Forks, North Dakota, Elmira, New York, and Eugene, Oregon, I hope I'm pronouncing that one in Oregon correct, have also been cancelled in recent weeks, reportedly due to poor ticket sales. So it may be that the TV show is doing well, but it's kind of interesting that the, the actual shows, the physical shows themselves, not doing so well, and they got to cancel them. I'm not sure why that's happening, but that's obviously not good news for WWE, because obviously that's where you sell your merch as well. That's really where you can get your fans hooked. If they're coming to shows, that kind of becomes like a yearly thing. Hey, WWE's back in time. Let's go watch another show. Um, yeah, not sure what's happening, but clearly not good either. No, um, you mentioned Graham earlier that there's you had the option of maybe getting AEW tickets, mm-hmm. um, coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have quite a lot of choice? Mm, uh, it, it's a fairly small arena, like I think WWE mainly goes for kind of basketball type arenas or NHL arenas that typically mm. hold about 20,000. Um, this one is not being held where the Washington Capitals or Wizards play. It's in a, I can't remember the exact name. It's, it's got a really dumb name. It's like called the Sports Entertainment Center, Entertainment Center or something. Yeah. It sounds like the most generic name I've ever heard. And um, I think the capacity, I want to say, is about two and a half thousand. Which for me, for wrestling, that's great. You're a lot closer to the action. Um, of course. So there's less tickets obviously available, which means there's less, there's going to be less gaps as well. So um, yeah, I don't know. It perhaps might be. But yeah, you would expect WWE typically to kind of sell out a lot more. The fact that they're cancelling it, something must have gone really, really bad. So, I'm well, sure. we, we are in a cost living crisis, Graham, as well. For something that, that's true. That is absolutely true. Yeah. 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 So, no arguments it, it, with that. yeah. I mean, I mentioned, I mean, I mentioned how good the deal I got was for CXW, um, for example. And I've got to do a little bit of traveling in it. Traveling included, Graham, it's going to come out at just under £70 for the day out, yeah. which I think is pretty good. I think um, you've got all the meet and greets already paid for. Boom. Yeah, meet, meet and greet, front row just, seat, and a, mm-hmm. and a shirt. Already bought. Already uh, yeah, bought yeah. yeah, that's, oh, yeah. that's a good deal. Um, when you can think about how much some of the tickets were going for for Clash of Castle as well. I mean, that one sold out in no time. I've, I wonder if that's slightly if it, different. The first event in the country yeah. in 30 years. But, you say, but saying that the pay per views have been saying much better now, now Vince is out of the picture. But 
if it's a non-televised show like this one, the Sunday Stunner, as it were, that's not sure. televised. Mm-hmm. It's be on, not a network special. They're less likely to get heat because you're less likely to see something huge happen. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, nowadays that's what it has what happens. Uh-huh. That's part of why the original hardcore title was made exciting for how for mainly for house shows. But mainly so how shows you see title changes. Mm-hmm. But 24-7 title is meant to be that. It didn't happen that way. Now it's just good merch for our truth. Let's face it. I did realise, actually, I made one small mistake. Um, WWE Fairfax, which I know we reviewed on MGB a couple of times, um, that's actually a college uh, basketball stadium. So that's actually a much smaller stadium. So I guess that's probably the distinction. If it's a house show, I think that's probably a little different. They probably go to some slightly smaller arenas. Uh, So, yeah, it's not always 20,000. But, yeah. Yeah, because when I went to watch watch, uh, SmackDown... um, and that was back in 2003. That was on the on the SmackDown WrestleMania Revenge Tour. And it was at the London Arena, which I think on a good day will hold about 8,000. Yeah. Uh, it was opposite. It was in, it was in England. It was hang, they were hanging from the rafters. We got to see Lesnar F5, the big show. You know, we saw the, we saw the Guerreros um, taking on Team Angle. You know, it was, it was, I got to see some amazing wrestling that night. But the UK, uh, right now, for for decades, have been so hot on their wrestling. We've seen sellout crowds all the time for Brit wrestling, especially since the pandemic's gone. I think that we had trouble selling tickets for the last one. Ticket sales for the one happening in December are selling like hotcakes. Hotcakes. They're selling like hotcakes. And it's wonderful to see. Wonderful Mm -hmm. to see. Slightly worrying that WWE had to cancel that show, but it's not like the house show. So hopefully it's not going to be too bad and their refund will be where applicable, hopefully. I think it's also the bad cop moment, though. If you're a fan in that area, you might not get to see the wrestlers, particularly with COVID, they weren't traveling as much. You might not have actually seen some of these wrestlers in, it might be by the time they come around next time, it might be three years. It's it's disappointing for those fans as well. It's true, unfortunately. All right, well, we talked about a lot of stuff, but I'm sure we missed some stuff as well. So let's see what our fan cop moments were for this week. Let's do it. All right, let's me start off with uh, Rob at UTT. Rob, uh, good cop moment, finally up to date with wrestling TV again. Congratulations, sir. You are one of the few people who managed to do that. Uh, the bad cop moment, WWE renaming the day one pay-per-view. Now we'll remember what day it's on. And uh, WTF cop moment, uh, Soraya has first promo in years, and it's to announce a lumberjack match that starts right now. Mm-hmm. Just in time, 2-1-1, best cop. Ali Catch and Mashtanovich in a Monsters Ball match. Yes, please. Yes. And I read that and I didn't know where it was. And I'm like, where was this? Like, and, and I didn't read Once I saw the story later, I was like, oh, she's on impact. I was like, oh my gosh. Mm. Worst cop, the illogical and nonsensical bookings of Shawn Michaels in NXT. Mm. Justin, I love you, but you're mm. wrong. I did notice that somebody mentioned that. And when you mentioned it earlier, I was like, ooh, we might get a little comment. I like the fact that uh, Shawn Michaels is running it. And Why would he say it's illogical? Because he used to run it with, with Hunter. So it doesn't seem illogical to me. Uh, well, for whatever reason, Justin, come back on the show, buddy. And, you know, we'll, 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 we'll have a discussion in an open forum, shall we? Well, I'll put you in your place. 
Dan Griffin, best cop moment, still enjoying SmackDown after all these weeks. And Impact put on yet another banging Impact special in Victory Road. And worst cop moment, oh, AEW apparently struggling to sell tickets. Oh, perhaps it's a theme for everybody then. Okay. Well, we, but as we have said a minute ago, cost of crisis, people are prioritizing certain things over going to watch shows. We do unfortunately get it. We do, we do unfortunately get it. Um, I'm going to have high five Tom. Great cop moment. The UWP podcast conversation with at Richard Wesley was not only awesome, but inspiring. And bad cop moment, almost missing this tweet. (laughs) That's not on you, Graham, because you tweeted this out yesterday. Um, I didn't actually tag High Five Tom in it, but we post all this stuff also in the Visionaries Global Network feed. So I posted it in there. So I knew he would see it there. Yeah, I did a bit of resharing as well this just to help things out a there we bit. go there we go um nish guy at og blade job uh best cut moment jy appearing in the top 50 on the um latest poll uh worst cut moment jericho winning the ring of ring of honor title i just find it to be unnecessary i get it i really do just him taking it off claudio left a bad taste in my mouth and i lied whoa, about whoa, one, whoa, 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 i whoa. lied about one of those moments that was one of those moments was false the one of those was not really from this guy i was gonna say am i reading something here <laughs> let me, i hang, can't remember what number he was but he was definitely top hang on graham hang on hang on hang on let me just check something here uh-huh uh, jay white bag of dicks right okay. um his best comment was really candice but we already covered that so it was, absolutely i didn't need to do that Absolutely. Um, right, I'm going to go to um, Scottish Juggalo. Um, Scottish Danny, our friend from Kent. Um, best cop moment. Watch a out a out of free falls match between Kurt Angle and Eddie Guerrero from 2004 SmackDown. I was sports entertained throughout. He met a two out of three falls match. I'm thinking grand, but I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, worst cop moment. Paige taking unnecessary pot shot at WWE on this week's Dynamite. Expected, yet still disappointing. However, though, she also tweeted out this week that she loved her time at WWE. She was really thankful for the support they gave her uh, when she had issues, when things came out about her that were negative, that the company often would have just gone, you're out of here. Um, they kept her on the payroll. Uh, they gave her help. Um, they were very supportive of her. So in kayfabe, I'm, I was okay with that. Like, I think if she hadn't have taken a pot shot, it would have looked weirder, to be honest. But uh, outside of that storyline, to put it on to put on the social media that she was treated very well, I, I thought that was fine. I I think that we've said so many times, someone going to AEW, take a pot shot at WWE. Ah, God. Please change the record. But when Please this change- was... But when Vince was there, though, it was e- it was easier. Now it doesn't look so good at Hunter. But those people didn't leave because of uh, Hunter. They left because of Vince. So I think in most of the cases. Her contract ran out. Her it contract did. expired. She wasn't fired. Dan- right, Brian Cherry- Dan- no, no, no. I'm going to hold it. Brian Danielson uh, has, got so, has got so many reasons to be mad, do we? So many reasons. But he's not taking one pot shot. Why did he have that's to be a mad? Man of, that's a man of class right there. He didn't have to be mad. He had every right to be mad at, some, at certain points. No. Yeah. Cherry Jerry at Heel yeah. Cherry Jerry. Uh, best cop moment, Liv, Mor- Liv Morgan. Yeah, Liv Morgan's booty drop. 
Um, worst cop moment, NXT suspensions. I have to admit, I am not familiar with NXT suspensions. Can you shed any light for me, please, Matt? Yes, Gallus has been suspended. Who? Gallus. Oh, Gallus. Sorry, I, mis- I couldn't hear what the you said. Ga- the whole of the Gallus um, faction have been indefinitely suspended by NXT. Oh? It is storyline. Oh, okay, okay. But he doesn't uh, like the storyline, which is perfectly okay. Well, Gallus are one of the hottest things right now. Mm-hmm. So... Let's defend them for a good reason, clearly. Whatever it is, not sure why, but it'll be okay. Last one is from JCB, BFR JCB. Good cop moment. Won't say Dari is back, but definitely enjoying it more over the last month to six weeks. And bad cop, Alistair slash Malachi Black, hang to debunk internet rumours. Let the man live. Who cares where he wrestles? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. For God's sake, people, the man mm-hmm. needs his own time. Um, I just realized I didn't finish off my main bad cop segment as I meant to. You asked why it was a bad cop moment. There was something that was bad, actually. Um, this could be an open agenda thing easily enough as well. But hey, it, I'm, I'm not doing that. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure if this is just America or if it's in England as well now. When you pay for something, they kind of swivel it around for you. And there's that like tip thing there, like whatever you get. Like if you go to a concession stand now, everything is you're going to tip. I'm like, literally, you're just bringing me like it's you're right there. Like this is nothing. That, when I purchased the tickets for EWA Maryland and they spun it around, it had something for tip. I'm, like, I'm not paying. A, I am not giving a tip for you giving me some tickets after I paid for them. That is not a service as far as I'm concerned. That was something that was bad. I do wonder if it's just built into the program, though, and they kind of think, like, we're not expecting a tip. I don't think anyone gave them a tip. But I'm just wondering if that is built into that program, that that's just automatic now. But I know it's irritating a lot of people, expecting tips for something that doesn't deserve a tip. You are talking to someone, Graham, whose tipping is, well, has the greatest history with it. Um, I am better at it now, to be fair. I am better You're at doing it now. your maths. You're doing your maths now, so that'll definitely help. I, I was I was better at it after Disney World, Graham, as well. You have to be. You have to be at Disney World. Uh, but as as mentioned, Graham, we don't really have tipping in this country. We don't really have gratuity mm-hmm. uh, because we pay our workers a decent fucking wage. That'll explain why the country is in such a good place financially. I think that's slightly hypocritical. Right? I'm talking, Graham. That, that if you were server, I understand the service staff are paid a proper wage American standards but there's still some very low wages being paid in the UK as well that's, that's, it sound like that's a, true okay as, I'm going to say you're making it sound like some sort of paradise right now which is uh, not the image right now particularly when uh, electric bills are up 300% or whatever ridiculous number it is and not, my mother told me this week that she put she picked up a jar of peanut butter and then put it back on the shelf because she was like that's a luxury item now I would have put it back on the shelf. That was disgusting. Well, that's not the reason she put it back. But if if my mother should not have to put a jar of peanut butter back on the shelf because she thought it might be too expensive. Talking about your mother. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, Okay, talk about your mother. Um, You mentioned earlier, you spoke to her about how much the price of fuel was, Graham. Yeah. Yeah, she said it dropped a little bit to like $1.79 a litre, and I almost started belly laughing when I realised that. I think she said a dollar. Uh, sorry, one pound seventy nine a liter. So one pound ninety nine. It's one pound sixty here. Okay, well, it's, she's that's, a, that's a substantial saving down here. <laughs> that, that is, that is. But she said it dropped. She might have said it dropped to one seventy three. But they're in the south tip of Cornwall, so that's kind of a long way. You got to go a long way down there. So there's extra fuel costs just to deliver. I thought, the fuel I thought she was up in. Nottingham. No, she's Cornwall. 
Oh, she's foreign. All right. Thank you for people that sent our fan cop moments in this yes. week. Uh, I'll put the. I actually um, scheduled the tweet this week, Matt. I was actually, I was like, I'm going to set it so it comes out an, uh, one day before because um, I knew I was going to be busy at that time. And then, yeah, it dropped perfectly at 24 hours before. So uh, going forward, you can expect the tweet to come out at 3 p.m. Eastern time, uh, 8 p.m. UK time, um, 24 hours before. Well, I guess it was assuming we're recording on a Friday, but hey, I got use the technology. Okay, I've only got the one moment, Graham, but I could probably think of one quite quickly for uh, you. One is wrestling related, one is non-wrestling related. I'll oh, okay. Well, that, that, okay. That, that might make things a little bit easier for me when I'm going into it. That's <clears> what <throat> I figured. Guys and gals and non-binary pals, welcome to episode 207 of Good Cop, Bad Cop's Devil's Advocate Round. This is where myself and Graham throw Devil's Advocates at each other, which are ridiculous statements we do not believe in for 20 seconds. Anyone believing what we're saying that is the truth and not just something to make ourselves laugh at each other? Uh, take it with our DA, DA, Michael Pellegrini at Dying Format. Do you want to go first or second? Oh, I'm delivering first. Okay. <laughs> I'm delivering first. This one's also been uh, noted and written down. I was like, I better make sure I don't forget this. Okay. One. All right. Uh, my de- devil's ad- first devil's advocate for you is... Only an idiot would respond to the return of Soraya. Sor- sorry, Soraya. To- <laughs> I was saying her name wrong as well. I was like everybody else. The return of Soraya to the wrestling wing with the response, meh. Well, idiots would always come with that response, Graham, because let's face it, her family is legendary. She's got her entire family in the UK. They've got so many good things. I we saw her mother perform live at WrestleMania weekend. You know, any, any idiot would have that sort of response to her return. All right, time. Um, do you want to give us some context? <laughs> I think it's pretty Graham, obvious. You're, Graham, your devil's advocate is... Oh, we're not... Oh, no, 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 no. I honestly thought, you love it when uh, different people come back, and Paige returning was a big return, and all I got from you was, nah. I was like, you're not excited? And she is going to be wrestling. So, like, and you can't just use the fact, well, she's it. There's been, think of people who've come back from that type of injury. Daniel Bryan, you already mentioned earlier. Edge, you mentioned earlier as well. There's been plenty of people who've come back who look like they would never wrestle again and they're wrestling now. And I thought you'd be really excited by it. And um, no. And it's because it was AEW. If she'd been returning to WWE, you would have been going crazy about it. Your devil's right. advocate, Jared. <laughs> And the reason why I didn't answer, Graham, is because this is your devil's advocate. Oh, okay. Soraya signing for AEW when she's not been cleared to wrestle yet is a stupid idea. Well, absolutely, because if you're not cleared, obviously you can't wrestle anyway. There's insurance policies, there's all the things like that. But um, yeah, you obviously don't want to use somebody as talented as that just as a, a manager. Like that would be a total waste, obviously. You want her as a ring. And to tease that in front of AEW fans when she can't actually wrestle, that would be ridiculous. That would be putting the cake out in front of her and not letting you eat it. And I was out of time, so I got to finish at that point. Um, but they said she is wrestling. She's going to wrestle. They've already uh, said it. Uh, it has been announced in the last few hours, Graham that she must be cleared by an AEW doctor before she can, that can happen. Uh, two, two things there. One, fair enough. In fact, if she's cleared by a doctor, no problem at all. I just think that... He will. And hopefully so. But secondly... 100%. They have, doc- they have a doctor? It's a big company. Of course they have a doctor. They've got a wellness policy. 
What's next one, Graham? Oh, the second one. Um, this might be a little mean, uh, but anyway, hey, whatever. We'll we'll go with it. Um, as you haven't mentioned it in the last few weeks, the only way that I'm going to achieve my million step challenge is to have a after the recording of this podcast put in a proclaimer like performance. Well, Graham, I haven't mentioned my million step challenge, Graham, because it's finishing today. Actually, Graham, so I know um, it is. Um, for five, they, um, I'm not going to walk 500 miles and then walk 500 more. The proclaimers once said, Graham, they're, they're, they're the biggest fan, by the way. They were 10th, the 10th doctor, actually, guys, Graham. But um, yeah, end today. Okay. And do you need 500 miles to reach that target as I climb? I, I have to say, I am going to fall short. I've not heard anything mentioned. I knew Chris tweeted about a month ago and he said he needed to average like 12,000 steps for the month. Chris passed the target two days ago. Oh, okay. I'm going to fall about about 50,000 about, about 50, short. I knew 500 miles was an I, exaggeration, but I... I've, uh, I've been dealing with uh, injuries and so on and so forth, but... I kept going. I gave my best shot. I'm a, I'm going for a little short, but if you did nine hundred and fifty thousand steps in, uh, was it three months, four months? I can't remember. Yeah. It, it's still, it's still an impressive feat, but I hadn't seen any updates and uh, no news as well. Certainly no news. Well, I thought I did, I did daily updates for what I did last year, um, yeah. but that was for one month. Doing that uh-huh. every day for three months. People would have started getting annoyed with it popping in, in their feed. So I didn't want to swamp people's feeds with it. So I, did, I did monthly updates about that it. That snooze for 30 days on Facebook is awesome for things like that. Mm, indeed. <laughs> right. Oh, is there a second one? Yes, I've got one for you now. Oh, okay. Oh, let me get the timer back out again then. Okay. <clears throat> the best idea I've had for dinner this week is scraping all the toppings off a pizza and have it a salad. <laughs> well, absolutely. Um, I'm trying to be healthy right now. And obviously one of the best ways to do that is you want to reduce your carb count. So the bread part of the pizza is absolutely awful. So if you can scrape that off, because that's normally the cheapest part anyway, it's the toppings that's the best bit. You want that cheese, you want that pepperoni. Add it to a salad and you just can't go wrong. You get the best taste, but it's healthy as well. Oh, well played, sir. Well played. You've been uh, scouring the uh, the old social media there, I can see. Have you seen what's <laughs> on that pizza, Graham, by the way? Oh, it was Drew Barrymore, and I thought that was the dumbest thing ever. Like, somebody, I, I actually block. I don't normally, you know that I used to be very trigger-happy with the block, and I'm not anymore. Yeah. And um, some douchebag commented on it. And then tagged Drew Barrymore in it. I was like, she's not going to give a shit. Like, I can have an opinion and say it's dumb. You don't need to tag Drew Barrymore in it. So I blocked that person. I don't know who it was. It was nobody I was particularly close to. I've, I've not, I can't see him on it, Graham. Uh, that's probably because I blocked him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not on that account, Graham. So I'd be you have them blocked as well already then. But I was like, why would you do that? Uh, it's... I think I'm perfectly reasonable to say, why wouldn't you just get, if that if the toppings are what you want, then get some cheese, get some pepperoni, and just put it on a salad. Don't order a pizza and scrape the toppings off. That, I that's think, ridiculous. I think Bishop summed it up best there. If you don't want bread, don't order pizza. 
exactly like it wasn't of all the hot takes that the, that i put out on that page that was not a hot take i was actually going to put that out with the comment finally here's something we can all agree upon you shouldn't scrape the toppings just off a pizza and then throw you put bad cop moments uh, i did um, i went with I, that instead but i honestly thought that there would be not one person that would find uh, any problem with that but unfortunately i found the lunatic fringe and um yeah i blocked them seeing as they uh snitch tagged me in it as well i was like i don't care if drew barrymore wants to say it's okay fine go ahead she obviously yeah. she's not gonna give a crap about what a wrestling point drew barrymore, drew barrymore man, she be a fan you never know the worst thing could happen um, whatever on that note Graham. by the way that's a bit of a take because while we were at egx last week we had the worst subway in the world it was Ooh. terrible but alex was asking a question why would you get a salad from Subway? I would agree. It makes no sense. Like, sometimes people... Sometimes it's the only thing that's available that's reasonably priced. Okay. And people don't want bread for, like, gluten intolerant and so forth, maybe, perhaps. Uh, they want just, they want it just boxed up as a salad. Mm-hmm. I've had it. It's delicious. To be fair, I, you're getting stuff. the veggies there, but when you think of Subway, you're going for a sandwich. You're going for a sub. You're going for a sub. Yeah, but, correct. Or... or or if you're in New Jersey, go for Blimpy. We're not sponsored by them, just feel like it's fair. <laughs> One thing I've noticed actually is because often if we are on the road, like we haven't been going to wrestling, but we've been going to other events, like we'll stop and sometimes I'll be like, like I had a burger last night, like I don't want another burger. Um, like I used to get the McDonald's doesn't do salads anymore, or they don't in the US. I'm like, ugh. I can, I, there's times when I'm just like, I just need some vegetables, like I need something healthier. I, I'll go with that. Um, the McDonald's does not do that in the US anymore. Um, Wendy's still does. But Let me check. I, I can't. Okay, yeah. I, all I can see is a bright light on your screen. But yeah, if yeah, you want to look it up to see, I don't. Um, well, I need I need to do it now, Graham, because now you've you've tempted me to me, me me hand. They do do the salad still. They do crispy chicken and bacon. Uh, the, the chicken, the chicken or the chicken and bacon. Because I used to get like the grilled chicken, because obviously that's way better than the fried chicken. But in your, in yeah, crispy or grilled, yeah. Yeah, there's no real health. Not that it's a fantastic option anyway, uh, with some of the stuff on there. And certainly if you put the salad dressing on it, it's not particularly good. I think actually if you put the salad dressing on, I think it was worse than a Big Mac. Uh, uh, I think I read or something similar to that. It's but there's a lot of high fat content. They but, also yeah. they also have Graham as well, their mm-hmm. meals for under 400 calories, which I think is quite good. Uh, I do think it's mainly with salads and, and the wraps. Uh, no. I think you'll but, find the salads are probably about six, seven hundred because it'll be the dressing that'll jump it up. And if you have fried uh, chicken with it, I'll definitely jump it up. The, the grilled chicken and bacon Bump it up, meal, the grilled chicken and bacon meal comes in at 770 kilojoules, only 184 calories. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, but there used to be some uh, healthier that, options, but yeah. That's I'm, pretty good, actually. 184 calories for a full meal order. Uh-huh. I, one of my favorite jokes, this ain't from salad, love. <laughs> this is for being <laughs> a chef. Never trust a skinny chef. And on that bombshell, we're out of here, guys. We're back next week. We hope. Boom. <laughs>